There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening, the podcast. <laughs> I'm Nicholas. I'm Nicholas. Jesus, I'm Madison. Why? What's my name? <laughs> Nick. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I said it with a different inflection this time. I didn't enjoy it at all. I, oh. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you get two friends who both don't like change. <laughs> Very you accurate. You do like a minor thing and we're both like depressed for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, what the fuck is happening with Nick and Maddie? Not with Nicholas and Madison. <laughs> I mean, I changed the inflection of happening. Oh, I, I didn't usually care about say, that. welcome to what the fuck is happening in the podcast. No, I don't say it like that. That sounds like public radio. That sounds like the ABC. Um, I usually say, welcome to what the fuck is happening in the podcast. Okay. I don't even think I said fuck. <laughs> I didn't care about it. I'm having that. an existential crisis. What I cared about was the fact care. that you changed your name. Okay. I'm having a crisis about that. My name is Nicholas. It also just happens to be Nick. Right, and you've said Nick for almost 200 episodes, 100 episodes. How many episodes have we done? I don't know. A long time, though. This is like episode five of season one. I don't know what you're talking about. So true. With previous episodes. <laughs> God, me either. Previous I have episodes? so many ideas of like different things to try out now that we're on a new season. It's very exciting. Why are you bringing it up live on air? <laughs> so we commit to like <laughs> keeping things like a middle-aged married couple. We need to learn how to keep it fresh. Just not in the bedroom, on the podcast. Well, coincidentally, we are in your bedroom. <laughs> this feels ultra, like, ultra private now. <laughs> Is this taking a turn? It's taking a turn, wow. I can't believe I'm, uh, I can't believe I'm, like, on camera, on a bed, on a lounge. with a girl. <laughs> it's very year seven. It's very, I don't know, yes, did you what were you to- doing in year seven? I don't know, what year did you have a girlfriend? <laughs> when didn't I have a girlfriend? <laughs> I'm such a player. Player with an A Y A. Obviously, of course. This is you. Um, is you know those about? shirts for like toddlers, where they're um, like s- super fucking ridiculous. Where and it's like gendered. Yes, I yeah, do and know. it's like I'm Mr. Player or yeah. something, and the girl's like, Daddy's and I'm a princess. princess. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what uh, he's. Ugh. Yeah, there's too many. It's too too many levels to that, I, it's and really... I don't like it. And I just want to remind people: it's only in the podcast to be getting philosophical. But I just want to remind people that gender is a construct, is literally a social construct, and that we don't need to be pressing it on two-year-olds. I totally agree. Right? Like the color blue being for males, yeah, it's weird. is literally just a societal yeah, thing that up. we've all agreed on. Yeah, it's no, not it's a true. real thing. Of course not. Like sex, well, like, gen- like do you genitals. Think if, do you that's think different. If we met aliens, but gender? Do you think if an alien species came and they landed us. on Earth? I mean, before they killed us, like the final straw. Do you think that would be them being like, "Why have you associated blue with boys and pink with girls?" That's stupid. Right, I'm and yellow is gender neutral. Yeah, that's so weird. Do you think they'd be like? <laughs> and yellow for if you it. don't know if you're having a boy or a girl. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Let alone intersex and everything else yeah, that Jesus. can be any every other val- so variable. True. Um, I think they would be like y'all. 
think you passed the Dark Ages in like the 1300s, mm. you are still super primitive. It's and ultimately you are just little accurate, like little specks of barely sentient so beings. True. I mean, we're only been well, civilizations only been around for like six thousand years. So yeah, like if we long. were really developed enough to like face off against aliens, we would be very like we'd be giving Lucy. <laughs> Or we'd be giving like um, race to which mountain, you know where you know those things where they're like. I've actually never. Did seen you know if you used one hundred percent of your brain capacity, you'd be able to use telekinesis and telepathy and shit? And it's like I don't don't know, know if that's, that's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> like, not to toot my own horn, but I was a gifted kid. You know? I was using 100% of my brain. I, for the first, like, 13 years of my life, was using 100% of my brain. And all it got me was oh bullied. <laughs> no special powers. No special powers. <laughs> That's so you know? funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. Huh. <laughs> we Interesting. We cracked a code here. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the code we cracked is just simply that... Gender... Sucks. Gender doesn't exist. Yeah. Gender's a social construct made up in our brains and Yeah, and stop giving babies pink and blue. And shirts that have like yeah. adult connotations Weird. on them. They say that the gays are like grooming children, I grooming can't even. and it's like and drag queens and shit, and it's like we're not the ones putting literal boys in like sexually charged t shirts with like sexually Right? The slogans? Literally. Like, I saw this one. Little Lil Player or Player Junior or like I know, it's so true. Have you met my girlfriend? Like, what? What? I saw this thing. Um, I don't know. Some we, older-ish sorry, woman. Knows. I do want you to continue, but I just want to point out that we're both doing the wrist thing. So we are both. <laughs> Have you seen that video of Kate Blanchett in the interview? And they're talking about, like, yes, the, the gays. The gays. The G-A-Z-E. And she's like, oh, you mean not the gays? <laughs> sorry, continue. The old woman yeah. you were talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know. She was middle-aged. She has young children or something. I'm not really sure. And Slay. she was like... The thing that I don't understand about this whole, like, children shouldn't be allowed with drag queens is that if I had to leave my child alone and I had to choose between a room full of old white men or a room full of drag queens, I absolutely would not trust the old white men. I would be giving my child to the drag queens. Not even a second thought about it. And I was like, she's right. (laughs) She is right. And also the fact that we have essentially 2,000 years plus of proof physical mm. and documented proof Literally. of old white men doing being the creeps horrific things absolutely and the drag true. queens there's like nothing nothing <laughs> yeah all i'm saying is like the facts are the facts <laughs> statistics <laughs> are statistics right <laughs> no it's true it's i true. feel like my favorite my favorite genre is saying smart things in a dumb way or the other way around I do like saying dumb things in a smart way. Yeah, it's fun. It is. You're right. So you do that. I'll do the other way. Right now? No, I can't So I'll be, be like, gender is a social construct. No, I can't be pressured into doing improv. <laughs> the fact that you think that's improv. Slay. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, we are continuing on with our new format, which is yes. the What the Fuck of the Weeks. Yeah. At the beginning of the episode, because... Mm-hmm. Why not? Lord knows we like... Change. <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't like change. We like talking is what I was going to say. Fair. We like hearing our own voices. Also, like, elephant in the room this week is that oh, we're right. on a couch. Yeah. In Nicholas's So if bedroom. you're, like, uncomfortable with the positions we're in, like... I'm not, so shut the fuck up. You're just going to have to... That's just something you're going to have to deal with, except... Mm. Um, we all got to accept change. Exactly. No. Or so our therapists mm. say. <laughs> anyway. Take um, that agreement Our pick of the weeks. I think you should go first because you went first last week. And I feel like it's set a precedent. Fine. I do actually have one. And it's kind of low-key serious. Oh. Uh, <laughs> go. No. Okay. It's that this week. Go um, Slash maybe it was literally yesterday slash today. Right. Disney announced who they have cast as uh, Lilo. No. Not Lilo. The sister. The sister in yeah. Lilo and Stitch. Have they announced who they're casting as Stitch yet? Um, oh, wait. I don't, you know, I think they should really cast authentically and cast a little blue alien. I totally, obviously agree. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Although I, this I, does I, say I, that I... Zach Galifianakis is in the cast and I have no idea who he's supposed to be playing. Surely, Pleakley. <laughs> no. So Pleakley is going to be like the, some the... effeminate straight man. Yeah, no. Ple- is Pleakley the big, um, the st- tall skinny one? Yeah, or the... with the wig. That just like... <laughs> She's a doll. She's a trans queen. Okay. <laughs> and then the other one is the purple. They are the original gay couple. You're totally right. Gays did not exist be before Lilo and Stitch Galifer. came out. Anyway, so the person they've cast um, hashtag is... queer rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's her name? Maya Kialoha. Oh, you're talking about the actress. Yeah. I'm talking about the character's name, isn't it? Like Nala or something. I think that's from The Lion King. It is. Um, hold on. Why isn't there information right at the beginning? The way that when we start this podcast, before we start, I always say, let me check if I need any multimedia. I did. I pulled up the article and then I just assumed the information was going to be... Re- oh, wait. It's in the title. <laughs> oh, my God. Nani. <laughs> Nani. Okay. I think I know what this is about. Yes. But please go. <laughs> um, It is that they have cast a seemingly white woman as Nani. Uh, yeah. I uh, I don't know that I've actually seen. I don't know. I think it's kind of maybe a little, it's a little bit of a reach <clears throat> to say she's like 100% white passing. I, I, I mean, she actually, oh God, I don't know. I do not. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I really, I don't know that we can even have a lot to say. I feel like the people that, whose opinion does matter on this. Are Hawaiians and they've all, are extremely upset about it. At least as far so as I've seen. That's kind of, yeah, all we need to. Um... Well, I think, I mean, the deeper, not the deeper, the interesting, where I'm kind of. This is about the third time in as many years <laughs> that Disney have done some weird stuff with casting their princesses, i.e. Not you calling Black Ariel weird. <laughs> no, I have a reason for this. And also um, a Black Tinkerbell they've just cast. Okay, I have absolutely... Have you seen the trailer for the Disney plus Peter Pan movie? No, I haven't. It looks T- so bad. Tinkerbell is a fairy. Ariel is a mermaid. It doesn't fucking matter. They're not real. They can be whatever fucking skin colour. Like... It- it's really. I feel like a good rule of thumb with like gender, uh, gender, um, racial casting, racial casting or colorblind casting, is that if the characters 
characterization or background or whatever does not involve their background, like the their background yeah, or their yeah, race yeah, or yeah, anything, yeah, 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 or their culture, yeah, then it doesn't matter. I would... if it was like you know, uh, like Tiger Lily. Yeah. How no, I totally Pan, agree. been casting white women as Tiger Lily for years. And... I totally agree, which is why I think this is a little uncomfortable because I wait, really wait, wait, think wait. That... I need to, I need to clear that up. I said like Tiger Lily, as in like, not like in a good way, like in a bad. Like her culture is very much. Yeah. No. Sure. Part of her character, so they yeah. should have been casting authentically. Yeah. No. Of course. Right, of course. Okay. And I think the same for this. They're, they're. I think Hawaii and their cultural background is very important to Nani and Lilo, and they but she absolutely is. should the not actress be casting. Is Hawaiian, right? Well, I don't. Everyone's saying she's white. Oh. Yes. Okay, that's context I didn't have. Oh, sorry. Well, that's that's what I've been reading online is that she's white and that people are upset. I don't know if that's true. I have not fact checked. I probably should, if she, to see if she's actually white. But that's what people are saying. Right. Is that she's white and this is not. All I've really seen is that her and the actress they cast as Lilo don't actually look at all alike. Interesting. In general. Interesting. Maybe I'm on a really No, I've seen I've seen online part of TikTok. No, I've <laughs> I mean yes, but <laughs> I've seen all of this discourse that you're talking about. I mean, is yeah. it really discourse if the people whose opinion matters are taking a definitive stance? Well, no, for sure. I, don't I think totally I use, agree. I, when I say discourse, I don't think I'm using it correctly. But oh, well, I, the thing that really irks me about this, again, keeping in mind that I am a white woman, is that Disney were fucking ready to put two black women in the line of fire for casting them with no support in, with no support in yeah. roles of white women, and then now have turned around and been like, "Oh, we're going to cast a white woman now in a role that should not be for a white woman." Again. Maddie didn't fucking fact check any of this. Well, no, I've I've heard people are so upset. So this is all hearsay. Is that how you say it? Hearsay. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's not hearsay. It's maybe slightly hearsay. Potential hearsay. Potential hearsay. Anyway. Potential hearsay. <laughs> Come on, mama. No, I think the point is, I mean, is it's not necessarily whether she is or is not white. I think it's more about Disney. It's Chekhov's. Yeah, actress. being like so willing to just do things that just suit them in the time with no support to the real people who end up in the roles. I do agree with that. Like, I, 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 especially with like, um, I, I mean, we, we can't really like speak on specifically the racial stuff. Um, like I, I think that, um, Halle Bailey's probably faced the most. Yeah vile shit out of probably any public figure in the past like 10 years it's horrifying it's um, horrifying but i can speak about like the queer stuff and like for example in um strange world that disney pixar animated one um one of the characters main characters was gay in that hmm. uh like the teen son was like gay um and jabuki young white was the actor voicing him mm-hmm. and there was like the most insane amount of vitriol and uh, abuse thrown at the actors mm. and the crew and the cast of the movie by like shitty conservative people um 
and there was seemingly no support from Disney apart from saying we're not editing it out. Yeah. Like, they seem to think that saying we're not editing out this gay kiss from this superhero movie. Yeah. And that's a bold stance because it means it can't release in China. Yeah. That is a big thing. But I just don't think it's the support that specifically the actors and crew need. The cast and crew. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Well, not only. I mean, it's not. It's also not like. It's. it's the Disney's not beating the, like, heartless allegations. No. <laughs> you know? No, It, it feels really a bit not. heartless and soulless that they don't support publicly, at least, to the um, cast and crews of all of their properties in instances like Ariel, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that. I think the thing is, is that it's just interesting that they're not interesting. It's slightly horrifying how willing they are to, cl- to cast women of colour mm. in these roles, knowing, particularly for Tinkerbell, after, I mean, Ariel, I guess you don't know either way what's going to happen, how people are going to react. You can make a pretty educated guess, but you don't know for sure how badly people are going to react. Yeah. With Tinkerbell, we saw how bad it was for... Are you talking about the Disney Plus Tinker, uh, Peter Pan? Oh, I don't know. It was cast in January of this year. The casting was announced. Are you talking about the one that the trailer just came out? I don't know. Because that's Yara Shahidi is playing. Yes. She's from Grownish. Yeah. And Blackish. Yes. She's playing Tinkerbell in the Disney Plus. Yes, that Peter is Pan. what I mean. Yeah. I think yeah. it's called Peter Pan and Wendy or something. Yeah. Um. Is that what you? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And people also reacted terribly to that. I just think. I don't know, man. If Disney wants to make, like, characters that are people of colour, fucking props to them. They really should. I just don't think they should be doing it in these movies knowing that the actors are going to get such backlash. They should just create... Like, why can't they fucking do um, that one with Tiana? Princess and the Frog? Yeah, I never I, saw that movie. I but think like, you yeah. have a point, but I do think it's a bit more layered than that. Because I think if there's like one black princess out of all of them. No, I think they should make more princesses. No, I get that. I get that. But like pre-existing IP yeah. is Disney's wheelhouse. Yeah, fuckers. So if... They want to continue doing as they do, which is reusing IP over and over and over yeah, again yeah. until it's dead. Yeah. The only way that they can do that and also be diverse in sexuality and gender and yeah, um, is to change and existing characters. is to change stuff. And I, I would argue that the change probably more needs to come from society because, again unless their culture or their race has an actual uh, impact on their character mm. or their story, mm. it's just not relevant. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, that's fair. Does that make sense? No, of course it does. Of course that's it kind does, of and I view. totally agree. But I, 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 I do think that that's like a naive view of, for me to have because it's obvious that it's not that yeah, simple. It's not going to happen, yeah. But <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah, my personal I don't know. take is I that if, I, I, you know, I, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. 
No, I totally agree. It doesn't matter to people who understand that it doesn't yeah. matter, but to wider you're society, saying, they think it does matter. And so Disney you're saying do why, better to protect why, black people. Why does people. Disney feel so comfortable to put these actors in the line of fire? Yeah, exactly. I, I totally said that in the wrong to way. To correct their mistakes of not having a diverse portfolio yes. I, yes. previously. That's actually exactly what I'm trying to so, say. Okay, yeah. Yeah. We got there. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. And I do think... I'm trying to think of other studios really... Not really. It's really Disney is like, I mean, Disney owns everything. fucking everything. Yeah. But it is, it is disheartening to see how they're willing to, um, specifically like when it's one actor yeah. for the whole production. Yeah. Taking no, for all sure. of the fire. For sure. It's, it's, it's. I mean, even like just to extend the conversation slightly further, just to really keep shitting on Disney. Um, if we think about Marvel and Brie Larson, oh, and the way that people are already being like, "This movie is terrible. It's so bad. It's like, bro, the movie hasn't fucking come out yet. What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> In within the week of the the Marvel's trailer coming out, yeah, it's the most dis- disliked Marvel video on YouTube. It's fucking insane because people hate Brie Larson. To be clear, they hate her purely because she is a feminist. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. And again, just another example of how willing Disney are to put their actors in the line of fire and not fucking do anything about it. Yeah. Also, people forget the first Captain Marvel made over a billion dollars. It was, and it was amazing. It was was one of the best movies in that phase. Like, I don't know about that. I think it was in the top half. Yeah, one of. Okay, yeah. I I think it was a genuinely good movie. Um, Yeah, the way that they let Brie Larson be treated is fucking gross. And the fact that this movie... Uh, the heavily Marvels. contrasted, by the way, with how everyone reacted when Chris Pat got picked last as the last, as the worst Chris. I saw something about this the other day. And they fucking made all of the cast members speak yeah, up and say the, Chris is so the So on best Twitter, people, people did a poll where like 100,000 people participated and voted Chris Pratt as the worst Chris. And literally celebrities were putting out statements saying Chris Pratt is a good guy. Yeah. He doesn't deserve this. Whereas Halle Bailey and Brie Larson and all of these women. Mm-hmm. Really, every character we've mentioned has been a woman as well, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so true. Um, a lot of intersectionality Can face there. the most vile, vile shit. Vile. With, like, seemingly no public support from the conglomerate. Yeah. It's, anyway, horrifying. It's wild. On a lot know. of levels. And I, 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 if this is especially relevant because they just last week had the, um, Star Wars celebration where they announced a bunch of new movies and shit. Mm. Um, and they announced a sequel to the Skywalker saga starring yes. Rey. Yes. And Daisy Ridley and John Boyega already went through fucking hell. They did. F- from the fan backlash for having yeah. a female and a black guy in the yes, Star Wars movies, which is fucking insane. It was. Um, moth. Um, and I'm like in awe that Daisy Ridley is willing to go through that again. Because I think John, Bo- John Boyega yeah. said publicly he's not... He, he doesn't really want to go back to Star Wars because it's just yeah. too much mentally. Yes. Um, To face the hate. Yeah. Uh, So I think it's relevant because of that and I think it's relevant because of the Marvels and obviously uh, Little Mermaid and Peter Pan. Yes. Um. But there was another thing that also came out. Oh, it was announced. Oh, the Harry Potter thing was announced. Well, we're going to talk about that later. And like (laughs) so much, there's like two types of backlash. Half, three. A third of the backlash is 
it's been just over 10 years since the film series ended. We don't need this yet. Yes. Another third is J.K. Rowling is transphobic. Yes. And who's going to want to support this? Yes. These two are fair. Yes. And valid and absolutely correct. The third one... I'm on both of those camps, personally. ...is literally just, like, shitty people being like, uh, there's going to have to be trans characters and gay characters and they're going to make Hermione black and all this stuff. I have not heard any of that, which is... Shut the fuck up. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's horrifying. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say, is the fact that the Marvel's having one of the most hated women... Ugh. by a certain group of men. Yeah. And then also starring two women of colour as co-leads. Yeah. Is, that makes me it's worry for them. It's going to be it, Just as like a mental. Yeah. I mean, Miss Marvel already faced so much backlash just for having a coloured woman as the lead kind yeah. of thing. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I hope that all of these people we've talked about are getting support from somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. They should be getting it from their employer as they well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, Disney absolutely should not stop with their diversity. Just to be really clear, that is not at all what I mm-hmm. was saying or implying in any way. They need to, in fact, increase their diversity. They just need to do it in a way that protects their actors and actresses. Yeah. Is it's really totally. what I mean. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, it's definitely interesting. It's just disheartening that it's it literally is. 2023 and in a lot of ways... It doesn't feel like progress is being made, but whatever. I think we're definitely going backwards and have been since 2016, in my professional opinion. Yeah, not no. <laughs> not no. Ugh, but that's another discussion for another day. Anyway, what's your what the fuck? Um, my what the fuck of the week this week is substantially, substantially dumber. <laughs> but, okay, so my what the fuck of the week this week. Mm-hmm. Is the word outspoken. Okay. And other words that don't mean what they sound like they should mean. Right. So when I hear the word outspoken. Mm-hmm. Okay. By definition, outspoken means someone who is really vocal about their yes. beliefs and stuff or whatever. Is mm-hmm. uh, strong in their conviction about what they're saying and all that. Yes. To me, outspoken feels like you've been outspoken. Like outvoted. Yeah. Like you're being talked over, like that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like it I should mean, mean. I guess it could mean that. I feel like outspoken should mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. You're like having a debate over. with someone and, you know, you've been. Sp- outspoken. Outspoken. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I have, I have this big thing with words that don't mean what. They sound like they should mean. I mean, considering that it is literally outvoted, like it would make sense that then outspoken means the same kind of thing as outvoted. Right. I feel like outspoken has like a negative connotation of like losing something, whereas it literally means being like strong in your voice, you know? Do you know there's probably an etymological reason for it though? Yeah, I'm sure there's etymology reasons for everything. (laughs) I'm there not going to try and say etymological, <laughs> but... I have no idea if I said it right either. Specifically outspoken, but it infuriated me um, to the point... Oh, God. What? <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, I just found an article with some other words that 
don't mean what they look like or sound like they mean. Okay. Like outspoken. Right. Should mean you've been outspoken. Like when Jeff Probst is like voting someone else about you've been outspoken. <laughs> you okay. Know? Right. Yeah. Anyway, so the first is inflammable. Yeah. What does inflammable mean to you? What does it mean or what does it mean to me? Well, I mean, I guess that's the same thing. Well, what it means is that it's not flammable. Wrong! <laughs> that is what it means! No, inflammable means it's easy to set fire. Easily oh, set, right. set on fire. Inflammable means easily set on fire. Isn't that Whereas first thought, big brain says inflammable is not flammable. Well, I thought flammable. Is flammable not a word? Highly inflammable, yeah. Interesting. You're right, though. That one is wrong. That's completely That's should not be right. Okay, yeah, disinterested? Dumb. Not interested? You would think so. But by definition, it means, like, unbiased. So it doesn't even have really much to do and with the word with interested. Being interested. Yeah. But I think probably colloquially, colloquially, colloquially. It well, does, how though. often do you use the word outspoken colloquially? I'm not, I don't, I, but I use the word disinterested a lot, so. Interesting. <laughs> uh, this one, I don't know about this one. Suffrage? As in universal voting? That's what it actually means. But this, they, this article reckons when people hear suffrage, they think it means suffering. Oh, interesting. They're I don't disagree. <laughs> no, I totally, yeah. Like it, it de- but, like, I feel like with even, like, a, a minutiae of knowledge, you know yeah. that it means yeah. the political I mean, elections. if you think, like, mass suffrage, I guess, you, like, you could think of as, like, mass suffering, but... Not mass suffering. There is, like, a word already that exists for it, so... Okay, this one's a little bit left field. <laughs> okay. Vagitus. <laughs> What is? I've never heard that word. V a g i t u s. Should we have a spelling bee? No. Okay. <laughs> vagitus. On. Um. Apparently, people believe, like when you first hear the word vagitus, I'm dealing with some vagitus. <laughs> you think it's like a disease? It sounds yeah, like a disease, yeah, right? In the yeah, nether sure. regions, it's actually what the crying of a newborn baby is. That is so left field. It's not funny. Right? I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure that they understood the assignment when they wrote this article. <laughs> well, that word specifically. Um, what else is there? Noisome. Noisome. Well, I mean, obviously it sounds like it relates to being noisy. Noisome. Noisome. Oh, Say no. it. It's fun. I've never heard that word before. I have. Interesting. I don't, I've never processed the, the meaning or the context. So fair. But yeah, that makes you sound, it feels like it should be noisy. Something to do with noisy. But really it means extremely offensive smelling. So like they smell bad. <laughs> oh, I guess nose. Noisome. Noisome. Yeah. <laughs> um, restive. Restive. That feels like it should be about rest and restfulness. It, it does, but I... Oh, God. What does it really mean? Restless. Oh. If you're restive, you're restless. Yeah. Maybe you could just use the word restless. Why do we need two words that mean the same thing? This one, I <laughs> also think that they misunderstood the assignment. Minimus. As in minimize? 
Minimus as in Minimus. Oh. You would think it has something to do with like a little amount, like the minimum amount. <laughs> but it's actually the pinky toe is the Minimus bone, I guess. No way. How interesting. I'm just not sure that that's the same thing as like outspoken and disinterested and inflammable. It's really true. They started off strong. <laughs> they started the off strong. Two, and then they were like, fuck, we can't think of anything else. I feel else. like they were like, oh, the word disinterested, inflammable. Oh my God, there's so many words. That, like, Yeah. But then they started writing the article and they're like, oh. I can't think of any others. <laughs> that's how I do like fucking essays. <laughs> I just make shit up and then find the evidence to back it up. So fair. Yeah, that's what very much what it feels so like. Fair. They were like, we'll just start this article and then we'll find some stuff that maybe fits in. We got a bit lost in the middle. You know? And then we did not find ourselves back in the end. And I think that is <laughs> so fair. It is. No, it's reasonable. Um, okay. Do you have any pop culture news from this week? Um, I have a little bit. I have a little bit too. Nothing really crazy. Um, nothing really crazy. Yeah, nothing really crazy. Wow. Aside from, um, okay, A, apparently Timothy Chalamet's car was fa- um, spotted in Kylie, Kylie Jenner's driveway. driveway. So that's Imagine being horrifying. so famous that people take note of your driveway. It's really, really that's very true. scary. It is scary. Um, what else? Oh, um, Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes were spotted <gasps> kissing at Coachella last Not night. Not kissing. Yeah. No. Kissing, yes. No, I saw the grinding video. Oh, I now saw when people say Sean Mendes is on Grinder, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure they mean what this video is that I'm about to show you. It's quite disturbing. <laughs> oh God, I'm no. I've seen headlines saying they were apparently kissing. So I didn't see any kissing stuff. Interesting. What I did see is this haunting. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. This haunting video. <laughs> oh, no. Of Sean Mendes grinding no his crotch no. on Camila Cabello's booty. Babe. And you know no. what? That's almost as bad as that one kissing video they released. That's horrifying. I don't think he knows what grinding is. <laughs> I have no comment. As I do not want to be offensive. Uh, but... That was haunting. That's a terrifying video. It is. Do you remember the video of them when um, no, people said that they kiss funny? So they put out like a video on Instagram and they were like open mouth kissing as like no. a, haha, we owned the haters. And it was like, no, you just made a really cringe video that makes people want to vomit. No, I don't. No don't hate to that. these people specifically. Specifically <laughs> Sean Mendes. I think Camila Cabello is probably a pretty bad person. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> this, by definition, is hearsay. <laughs> I don't have any factual proof. Okay. I have her past tweets <laughs> and I have her abandoning her bandmates. <laughs> Zane. And God. putting out lackluster music. <laughs> but this shit's wild. I think that just means she's not very good at what she does. Not that she's not, a no. bad person. <laughs> I mean, two things can be true at once. <laughs> they can be, but Did I think two I of the it. things that you said I were more about her musical capability than they were about her personality. I anyway. said what I said. Anyway, what are your things from this week? Oh, you don't have anything to say about Sean and Camilla? Well, other than it happened and that it's... I bought video proof. It's a bit that weird. they were grinding on each other. Well, I just think... I mean, I don't really know because I feel like they were widely considered one of the most famous, like, PR couples. I thought you were going to say power. <laughs> no. In this world, you're either a power couple or, or a, a PR, PR couple, couple which yeah. is the same thing, yeah. minus a few letters. Mm. It's really true. Anyway, mm. um, and so I just find it a little weird that... 
they would do this if well, I don't really know because Coachella is quite popular, right? And everyone knows that famous people go to it. Apparently, this year's Coachella was a flop. I did have been hearing this. Actually. I didn't even know it was on until it was finished. Yeah, same, same. Slay. I think it's. I mean, technically, still going, right? Anyway, in the US, but um, uh, you are knowledgeable about the Met Gala. Vaguely. Did you see that they raised the prices from thirty thousand dollars to fifty thousand dollars? Horrifying. A no, ticket? I didn't see that. Okay. I have a question because I don't really know, yeah. well, really anything about it. But um, this money, yeah. is this just the rich being egregious or is this going to charity? Well, it goes to the Met. So because the Met is a museum and so right. it, it takes the money. They're donations So it goes to a non-profit but not like a charity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it goes to the museum to pay for their... their right. Um upkeep and shit their collections and blah 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 but and yes and it's actually it's technically not they don't buy a $50,000 ticket they make a $50,000 donation and then they just happen to get a ticket does that make sense so they're not spoke because otherwise it would be a weird so that they can still be a tax write-off yeah I think so I mean I don't know for sure but that is definitely the, the guess I would assume it's more to do with the Mets tax slash their status as a right NGO rather than interesting I don't know I just feel like that's um they should have kept that to themselves they yes I don't I don't need to know that when I'm watching like the outfits come through from this year yeah. I don't need to know that a certain celebrity paid $50,000 to look mediocre or that designer paid $50,000 to look mediocre no it's really it's really very true I, I mean feel like there's that like a whole do them any favors there's a whole wise. kind of thing that goes into it because it's not just they don't just donate the $50,000 for the Met Gala they also have to be regular donators to the Met is my understanding at least oh. and then they have to make the $50,000 donation but they also have to be invited by Anna Wintour and they have to be approved that's why the Kardashians didn't go for a really long time is because they Anna Wintour enough. said they couldn't go but so they have to be approved well apparently this price hike is so that um, influencers can't go that's so funny. Because like Emma Chamberlain, and to... Emma Chamberlain and James Charles and shit. Well, she should just decline then. Look, why? That's definitely actually an inflation thing for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, that no, it's just that's, that's that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. I feel like that's a lot of money. But uh, oh, also, ridiculous. isn't it like fucking... the celebrities don't even pay for it? Isn't it the designers often pay for the tickets? No, I don't think so. I don't think so because they have to. Well, again, they have to already be major donators. But don't like a like a designer pays for a table, Um, and then they say, "Hey, you celebrity, if you're approved by Anna, you can. I want you to wear my stuff and show it off and sit at my table." It may. I don't know about that. I don't want to say yes or no either way because I'm not entirely sure. I thought you were knowledgeable. Now it's just two people who know nothing talking about knowing nothing to each other. (laughs) It's very possible that it used to be that Mm. or that it has become that, but I don't think it's always been that because Mm. if I had to take a guess, I would say it used to be that because it used to be much more about the fashion, whereas now it's just fucking celebrities wanking off. And wanking. So, you know. (laughs) I, I, don't, do I don't know. know. I do I know. I don't think I that... follow. Yeah. Um, interesting. Hmm. Did you listen to Kelly's new music? Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson. No. She released two singles for her upcoming album. Love that. One's called Mine and one's called Me. Love that for her. They're both really good. Cute. Specifically Mine 
is phenomenal. Okay. And, like, really fucking intensely emotional. But also, like, a banger. But also, like, really, really fucking good. Love that. And I think you'll love the. I think you'll love both of them, TBH. They're, like, slightly more up-tempo than a ballad but still, like, in the ballad category almost. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, it really does. And I do love Kelly, so. Period. Dot. Mm. Do you ever wonder if she's committed to doing this show, her, the Kelly Clarkson daytime talk show, mm-hmm. over anything else? Like what? Well, I'm thinking of, like, touring. If she's on air pretty much the entire year yeah, for this talk show, she can't be touring. Um... Yeah. Do you think that that means she came to that decision because she's at a point in her life and career where she was like, I can't be bothered to tour. I want to be spending time with family and. It's very possible. I mean, a lot of the people. this thing that keeps me in one city. Yeah, I think. I feel like a lot of people who end up doing Vegas residencies either say at the beginning or the end that they really want to do it slash enjoy doing it specifically because they can perform live to masses of audiences and a huge amount of people every night, but they don't have to move around and they can base their family there and they don't have to, like... Yeah, but this is different. No, but it's the same kind of principle, so potentially, because she still performs but, and stuff, so potentially yeah, she's kind of like, this is, like, worth it for me to be able to stay in one spot. It, like, balances out. I guess. Out of all of the new crop of daytime talk show hosts, who do you think is the best? Because there's, like, Drew Barrymore, there's Kelly Clarkson, there's Jennifer Hudson... Um, are the three big name new ones. I've never seen a single snippet from Jennifer Hudson's and I didn't even know she had one. Interesting. I, they all, all three of them have talked daytime talk shows. I see clips of them all the time yeah, on TikTok. I see from Drew and Kelly. Okay, interesting. Because I feel like my ranking and the general ranking is Drew Barrymore is the best. Mm-hmm. And then Kelly and then Jennifer. Yeah, interesting. Well, I mean... But I think... This is going to sound really mean, but I think that Jennifer and Kelly both aren't the best host. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a there's a little bit of awkwardness. Yeah, and there's a little bit of performative. Yeah. um like a facade. Yeah. Well, that, that, I that, think... that's like a lot more clear. Does that make sense? I think. I mean, I can't speak to Jennifer's. But I say Kelly is above Jennifer because Kelly does the karaoke, so yeah, she has a gimmick that is pretty iconic of her. Um. I think, I mean, look, I think from what I've seen of Kelly's, it seems quite just normal daytime. You know, it's just like she's just an interviewer asking people questions and they've kind of like a shared history there because she's famous, they're famous, whatever. Whereas from what Mm -hmm. I've seen of Drew Drew Barrymore's, (laughs) she is like actively trying to connect with her guests based on like yes but i also think she just naturally oh i don't think she's putting it on kind of more charisma with strangers yeah no i don't think she's putting it on i think yeah she's exactly and she's able to do that without it feeling fake yeah exactly i think she's i don't know if fake's the right word but like feeling exaggerated perhaps no for sure it just it it feels like it's her personality is to sit down with someone and to skip over the small talk and go straight into we were both extremely traumatized as children let's talk about it i know which is deeply iconic (laughs) yeah um but even when they're like light-hearted interviews she's still yeah so comfortable no for sure for sure i think and fun and i don't know if that's because of the level of fame she's had versus everyone else but um I think it's I don't know. I think it's I is. think it's really interesting because like yeah. who like Ellen left the daytime talk show yes. 
sphere yes. and it left like this vacuum <laughs> Yeah. For a new, uh, and there was like the three of them like battling it out for Supreme. Mm. Um, and I just don't think Kelly and Jennifer have really anything close to what Drew has. Interesting. Comfortability wise, talking to celebs. Interesting. Interesting. Well, not even just celebs, just people. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that, Re Kelly, but I also don't think that she has the same level of connection that Drew Barrymore has. Mm. Like it seems much more not disconnected, but like much more just like classic surface level interview. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As opposed to Drew, who is like really quite intimate. Drew Barrymore's fucking iconic. She is. The way she crawls on the floor and she can never fucking sit in her oh, chair. It's so funny. <laughs> so funny. And so iconic. It is. <laughs> Drew Barrymore sit in your chair challenge. She can't. She can't. No, she can't. And I love that for her. And I love, I love, I love, love her, her for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm never going to get over Alison Williams being on her show to promote Megan. Iconic. Oh, and she and came out, out dressed of context as clip Megan. Yeah. Drew Barrymore dressed as Megan. Yeah. A contact, one of her eye contacts, coloured contacts being sideways. That was so fucking funny. And her like crawling on the <laughs> yes. floor to Alison Williams to stroke her arms and then so get up funny. and do the dance. Yeah, it was so funny. Name another legend. Absolutely cannot. She has absolutely, absolutely no fear and no. Uh, she's Literally no fear. No being fear. Embarrassed, so right? she's just fucking goes for it. Which is so slay. It is slay. The house down boots. Accurate. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. So I don't think we'll do. Well, I was just about to say I don't know if we're gonna have time. Chelsea's probably gonna be here any second. So cool. I'm just gonna do a couple more of the things then. All right. Cute. Pop culture moments. Um, <laughs> we could probably do um, it on Riverside tomorrow morning or something if you wanted to. No, but I don't want to. Okay. Um, there was a trailer released this week for a movie called The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Okay. Did you see that? No. Okay. Do you know anything about it? No, I've never okay. heard of it until this. Second. I think you're going to be really keen on it. Okay. So, uh, in the original Dracula novel, like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, there's a chapter in it early on. The entire chapter is basically set on this ship mm-hmm. that's sailing from Romania. Okay. Transylvania. What's the I place? I thought they were both. Transylvania is the vampire one. Is it the Dracula Bram Stoker's Dracula one though? Well, that's the famous one. So anyway, I would assume. traveling from Transylvania to London. Right. I thought it was landlocked. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, there's a, And there's one chapter in the book that is apparently one of the most well-renowned and well-known chapters of anything ever because it's like, yes. it's quite, uh, it's quite insular uh-huh. in and of itself in a novel, which is odd. Right. But um, basically there's not, this chapter is set on... The ship called the Demeter. Yeah. That is housing a big box filled with dirt. And the crew doesn't know that inside this dirt is the sleeping Dracula traveling from Transylvania to London. Yes. Interesting. It is Transylvania, by the way. <laughs> okay. Um, so basically... It is also landlocked, just for anyone who is interested. <laughs> well, I don't know why they're on a ship then. That's, ask, ask Mr. Stroker. Stroker, I haven't even met her. Um, I keep catching this one moth and it doesn't want to go away. Um, anyway, the... 
so they've made um they've developed this movie based on just that chapter. Uh-huh. And it's called The Last Voyage of the Demeter, the Demeter, the right. Demeter being the ship. And the entire movie is set on like a big wooden ship. Interesting. And it's just about like the crew having to deal with the fact that Dracula comes out night comes out at night to feed. So it's kind of like um have you seen 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yes. In that it's like a one, it's one set piece. Right. Like a bottle episode. Yeah. But um, it's one set piece and then like it's just the crew like struggling to survive kind of thing. And like, you know, live, love, loving. But it's really, I don't know. I find it really, really fascinating. It could be a vibe for sure. Well, the trailer itself looks really good. It looks like a light, scary, like light horror. Love that. Which is fun and fresh. Um, Specifically though... Just, like, the lore of it being this classic novel and Fair. it being, like, this one chapter from the novel. I don't know. It really interests me. That is definitely an interesting... Do you know, I think it's it's kind of a vibe because I feel like taking such a small snippet... Sorry. <laughs> totally allows for the movie makers or whatever to go really in-depth on, like, characterization and, like, set. Yeah. And it's, like... Well, Basically I also think a fan it's... fiction of Dracula, right? That's a vibe. Not, no. And also it's like, it's very much like, so easily sellable. Oh yeah, for sure. As just a logline. Yeah. Even, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. A movie, it's like a, it's like a, uh, like a haunted house movie set on a ship that's transporting Dracula from Transylvania to London. An absolute vibe. Like it's easy to summarize, straightforward, but like still interesting and i don't know speaking of dracula, like an alien movie it's like alien but on a boat <laughs> <laughs> good one you know <laughs> yeah no totally <laughs> alien yeah on a boat meets pirates of the caribbean vibes meets dracula meets dracula Okay, for those of you who aren't watching the video, Nicholas just pretended to have fangs. I it was, was fully, as a kid, I was fully convinced I was a vampire because my incisors, yeah, were like really long. Minor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how pointy they are, too. Yeah, but see, mine were really pointy, and you can see now they're flattened out. Yeah, they have. Hashtag mine is grinding, still pointy. but not the Shawn Mendes type. Um, Speaking of Dracula, I'm quite excited for uh, Renfield. I am too. I I feel like it could be a vibe. It does look super weird. Um, I love that Nicholas Holt just has lent into the I'm only going to play weird characters for my career. Oh, it's the Nicholases. It's Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Holt. I mean, so true, but Nicholas Holt specifically. That's that's fair. He did an interview like literally yesterday where he said he... He was meant to be cast in some major role. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was something as big as, like, Avatar. Okay. And he... Oh, no, it was Batman. It was Robert Pattinson's Batman. Mm-hmm. So he was being considered for the role of Batman. Right. Um, And then he lost the role to, to Robert, Robert. Pattinson's Pattinson. And then he got cast in Top Gun Maverick. Oh. But had to drop out because the great... About the show he's in about Catherine the Great yeah, yeah. got renewed for a second season. Interesting. And like 
legally his commitment to that was greater than his commitment to Top yeah, Gun Maverick. Yeah, interesting. So he had to drop out, and then it ended up being, you know, this major thing. Yeah. So um, he was talking. Who was he cast as? He was That's talking. So I'm assuming Miles Teller's character. Huh. Wow. But anyway, I, like, yeah, I, 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 I find it interesting. I always find it really cool and fascinating when celebrities, I mean, actors, I guess, talk about roles they lost and like. Yeah. Their feelings around that and stuff. I don't that know. It's interesting. It's an interesting interview to go look, to go look up. I know The Great is not... Well, I was going to say I know it's not hugely popular, but that's not even true. It is quite popular and it's and it's been nominated for a few Emmys. It's critically acclaimed. I don't think its viewership is anything to I've never write home about. I've never watched it. I really want to. I've never have, but I see snippets of it on TikTok all the time. And it looks, I, genuinely it looks funny. fucking hilarious. Mm. Yeah, it looks so good. It's such a vibe. So I do believe it was meant to be a mini series though, and then That makes a lot of sense. So I don't know what subsequent seasons are like, but um That's fair. The third season's just about to come out. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Mm. I don't know. Shall we wrap up or we shall in just a second. <laughs> Did you? What else do I have? Um. Did you see that? Um. It's come and gone now, but there was that movie that came out called Plane, starring Jared Butler and Mike Coulter from Evil and The Good Wife, and Luke Cage. Right. Um, it was just called Plane. Right. And it was literally about terrorists on a plane and these two characters battling them <laughs> right <laughs> and it was apparently really successful um so basically they've announced a sequel okay called ship <laughs> set on a boat <laughs> and it's not the last voyage of the meet demeter but uh, that's so funny <laughs> i just wanted to acknowledge Sometimes you don't have to do much for giving Sometimes something a title. Sometimes first thought is first thought for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You know, there's this action movie called Plane and That's the sequel's so called Ship. I don't know. I think there's something iconic about that. I mean... There's something so straight male about that. It's definitely the absolute iconic. opposite of the Fast and Furious series where every single movie has, like, a different version of Fast and Furious. Like, they've got a different numbering Fast system. Fast Five, Furious Six. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the absolute... They were, like... And this one's, like, they're Fast trying to be, X or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're trying to be new and um, exciting Having said that, though, time. there's only so many modes of transportation you can name a movie after so like they've got plane they've got ship car car truck truck train train tram <laughs> bus you know scooter <laughs> bike bike motorbike rollerblades you know perhaps i mean that's like eight movies <laughs> i would watch jared butler and mike Coulter skate around on rollerblades fighting crime so funny, fuck. Would you not? Uh, yeah, maybe not. I'd be I mean, more maybe. interested in that than I am in watching Ship. three hours of John Wick 4. Oh my god, apparently it was really boring too. Have I already told you this? Well, I've heard that it's not boring so much as it's got like triple the amount of fight scenes. Yeah, I said mum and dad three. went and watched did I Did I tell you, you this? You talked about it on the pod, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you were yeah. like, your mum literally got up and left yes. halfway through a fight scene, went yes. to the toilet, ordered food, came back and it was and still, still going. still going, yeah. yeah. Um, That's literally, again, the anecdote. But like literally, you, like so. one of the press talking points was that it's got like literally three times the amount of action scenes it's as the first three movies. Absolutely unhinged. And I'm like, at what at a certain point, even that's boring. Oh, for sure. No, that's it's that's repetitive. So still. boring. It's but, so funny. Um, no. I mean, do you care about spoilers? 
No. Okay, so spoiler alert. Skip forward genuinely just 30 seconds if you don't want to be spoiled for John Wick 4. John Wick dies. Oh, I did vaguely. I didn't know that for sure, but I did guess. Okay, so John Wick dies at the end. Right. And Lionsgate has already announced that they're doing a fifth. No. And I'm like... Aren't they doing a bunch of spin-offs too? He's about to, yeah, yeah like probably there's a continental a, yeah, one. The TV show, yeah, that's about yep. to come out. So, um, yeah, the whole thing is fascinating. That's wild. I, I, and I feel like maybe it was slightly, they filmed it before the latest James Bond came out. Very possible. Very possible. And of possible. course that ends with James Bond dying. Dying, yeah. So I'm thinking maybe it's not quite as impactful. Could be. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. I guess you'll have know. to The whole thing's interesting. Three-hour movies need to stop. Yeah. Speaking of three-hour we... movies, the last thing... Oh, my God. Chelsea's here. I know. And that's what I'm saying. It's the last thing. <laughs> is that um, Ari Aster's new it. movie came out, Bo is Afraid. I don't know Starring what Joaquin Phoenix. It's three hours long. Some people are saying it's one of the best films ever made. Some people are saying Horrifying. it's a career-destroying worst movie of all time. That's so funny. And I desperately want to see it because... It's so fucking polarizing. Who's saying it's the best movie of all time? Is it Critics. Itself? No. Oh. So it's critics are just really, really fucking polarized. Interesting. I don't and trust I'm a thing a critic fascinated says. fascinated by so it. I'm fascinated. They're typically wrong. Someone like opinion. 10 out of 10, a fantastic, um, you know, exploration of, of um, mummy issues. Mummy problems. I don't know. Fuck. Oh, uh, okay. Was it written by a man? Bad. This it's is going to be Written and directed by Ari Aster, who did Hereditary and Midsummer. I don't know. Oh, okay. Is, is that a, a man or a woman? Huh? Is it a man or a woman? A man. But Hereditary and Midsummer are both phenomenal movies. Mm. So I'm like, I have no. Faith I was looking forward to this, and now I'm in a man's like, ability to write a movie about his relationship with. Women. I need to know if this is the worst movie of all time or the best yeah. movie of all time. I have a feeling it's going to be the first one. Anyway, wrapping up. So, Maddie, what are your socials? Um, on Instagram and TikTok, real underscore Maddie, M A D D I E underscore M, the letter. <laughs> if you want to follow the pod, you can at WTFIH podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, the YouTube link is down below. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you want to follow me on TikTok or Twitter, yes. you can. At NIC underscore sushi. Love that. Slay. Slay. I think that's it. Bye. Thank Thanks you so very much, much for listening to What the, the Fuck, fuck is, is Happening, the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening, the podcast. That's how I say it. <laughs> uh, get fucked. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.